dedicated we are what's up everyone welcome to the husband and wife talk podcast my name is Corey. i'm alex and today is kind of just a little catch-up day catch up a couple of things we want to talk about yeah and, uh, it's been a while since we've said this is like a true this is, will be a true husband and wife talk <laughs> yeah yeah well, this is just a talking. i have coffee she has matcha first things first let's... i'm the realist <laughs> Uh, drop this and let the whole world feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about the fire and the the reason why there may be gigantic construction noises in the background. Yeah. So I guess I was here. I should probably. Well, tell I the story. was. I, yeah, I, I was just gonna. <laughs> that's all I was gonna say was yeah. I was in California. Yeah. And I get a call at mm, two a.m. California time, and it's Corey, and I sleep with my phone on airplane mode. And something I just realized is. Even if you have your phone on airplane mode, your favorites, the can people still get through. can still get through. That's cool. Just yeah. in case it's an emergency, Apple which, really has thought of everything. Which it kind of was. So who yeah. started the fire? I don't know who started the fire, but I woke up to a loud noise, which I later <clears throat> found out was a fire engine ladder being thrown over this fire. But more importantly, it looked like the kitchen was light was on. I was like, why is the light on? No. We live on the top of a fourth floor walk up and the flames I could see out our back window. So, and the building that was on fire was a, was just a one story building. So that's how high this fire was going. Um, it almost burned our house down, the house down next to it. We got evacuated. I, I immediately thought our apartment was on fire because of all the smoke coming from the bottom. Yeah. I thought Kiowa had like left. A little, like a candle burning or something. Kyle is our downstairs neighbor. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, for a split second, thought I was in real danger and then realized, you know, shortly thereafter I wasn't. And uh, I grabbed the kitties. Yes. And then uh, we were evacuated. So I just went to the office. Luckily, I had somewhere to go. Yeah. You know, a lot of people don't have a place to go. I can go to my work and lay down and do whatever. Um, well, you were... You were outside for a while, right? Yeah. Well, they reroute buses for fires for the people that are evacuated. Jude's coming up here. No, please don't, Jude. Um, I thought that it was really interesting. Um, not, maybe not interesting. Um, thankful that it was one of the coldest. It was one of the coldest days of New York, and the pictures you showed me, everything was had icicles on it yeah the water was freezing almost immediately because it was like so so cold cold. yeah but thank goodness i think that's what helped it not spread so quickly was because everything was frozen i don't i have no idea the 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 science of fire as to whether or not it it is i mean i'm sure that the cold affects it in some way shape or form yeah i mean it has to burn i mean obviously yeah yeah obviously like it's gonna burn through the ice really quickly if it's so freaking hot but Another thing that the um, fire um, 
Marshall. Thank you. No, I don't. I don't know who it Fire was. Fire captain. Maybe someone told Tony, who is our next door neighbor, um, the flames were twenty feet high, and the wind was blowing <laughs> twenty five miles an hour in the opposite, opposite direction, direction yeah. of our house. Yeah, our house would have definitely burned down. And if it had been the other way, we would have been. Dunzo, yeah. 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 But we're okay. We didn't lose anything. And more importantly, no one got injured or hurt. Yeah. And no firefighters got hurt. Yeah, because the building wasn't a home building. It was like a warehouse. Yeah, factory. it was a warehouse. Um, also thankful for the nine New York City fire department firemen that were in my apartment um, with a hose running out the back of our window, spraying the, spraying the flames. It oh, was yeah. fucking crazy. So they had to come into our apartment. Yes, they were in our apartment. I think he's just going to lay down That's and fine. just let him be. Yeah, they were um, in our apartment. It was absolutely fucking insane. Um, very lucky to be alive, uh, yeah. thanks to the New York Fire Department. They took the hose from the front door. From the front door all, all the way up. four flights through our apartment, out our back window. Were they doing that to any other apartments? No. No. I wonder why. Just Maybe ours. the third floor. I don't know if they were in Kiowa's or not. Hmm. Interesting. You need to sit down, or or go down. We sit. didn't feed him this morning. I'm sure he's anxious. Um. um so so yeah, yeah, that happened at really early in the morning when I was in California, and then I got another call at I think 4 a.m. my time. Like, I've got the cats going to the office. Our house is a fucking mess. Yeah. <laughs> but we're okay. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. So that's that was the the major the major thing. Um, yeah. The fire was crazy. I'm back from my month of school in January. It was a lot of work, but it went well. And um, yeah, so far I think this is a very boring podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. The fire is exciting. The fire was exciting. Um, that's okay. We just woke up. That's that's <laughs> yeah. literally what this podcast yeah. is about. Um, do you have any Wednesday wisdom for us? Um, yes. I read an article the other day about approaching your business with empathy, mm. which is hard because yeah. people are difficult sometimes, but just having empathy in all things, um, both client facing and internally facing, having empathy for yourself and being kind to yourself when you look at like it was in context of looking at your old work and work that you've done in the past. You have to be kind to yourself because it's really easy to be like, oh, I fucking suck and I'm terrible. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, kind of approaching life with a little bit more. We could all use a little more empathy. Oh, Hondo P. What about you? Um, my Wednesday wisdom and kind of what we're going to talk about a little bit more is listening to the little things your partner says and knowing mm. their love language. Mm hmm. For example, we rearranged our furniture a little bit and moved a lamp into the living room to give it a little bit more lighting because the overhead light in our apartment sucks. Um, and we were going to bed the other night and we were turning off the lights and Corey goes, can I tell you something? It kind of, and you didn't say the word bother. I said, can I ask you a question? Oh, yes, you did. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? How come you don't turn on the new light? Because when I come home, I just flick the light switch on, which yeah. turns the overhead light on. Um, and I don't, sometimes I don't turn on the, the new lamp or our other small lamp that we have in the kitchen. Um, and he asked why I didn't do that. I was like, uh, I don't know. It doesn't, I mean, it bothers me, but it's, I don't know. I don't think about it. 
And he was like, oh, I really like having the light, the lamp on with the light off and the um, small kitchen light on. Um, and so I listened. And the other day I came home before him. <laughs> Actually, since you've told me that, when I come home, I, I turn the light on. But before you come home, I turn both of the lamps on and turn the overhead light off. Yeah. And um, it, maybe it's something you you know observed yeah. but didn't like notice that i did yeah but, i don't think you, i think you had to point it out to me yeah but i appreciated it yeah like i know so when sorry. it's not i know when it's not doesn't when the when it's like not on you know yeah i'm listening i have to blow my nose i'm sure people are like alex fucking blow your nose You're yeah listening. i know well i realized that that the lighting affected my mood and i think by me telling you that the lighting affected my mood you kind of took that to heart and were able to like oh my god how long are you gonna blow your nose for <laughs> jesus <laughs> i just had to make sure all of it was out oh, i got so it sniff anymore. yeah no but i feel like once I, you realized like how much the lighting affected my mood you were like into i didn't it. realize that it affected your mood i just heard you say you liked it done that way so oh, i did it <laughs> i think it affects my mood maybe that's a new realization <laughs> yeah but i think it's important to listen to the little things that they say and do them i agree yeah um and we were um so i just cooked for um megan's yoga retreat which megan was on our podcast um i think three up two or three episodes ago and um um on the way back, we were. She was talking about her partner and um, talking about. I don't really remember how it came up, but she mentioned. Um, oh, she was talking about how he's evolved and things that she's noticed has changed in him since they've started dating. Uh-huh. And one of the things she said was he's getting better at telling me, like, "Oh, you look really nice today, babe," or you look really pretty and she goes she said well sometimes i feel like it should bother me that he doesn't say that a lot but but i don't know and so then my immediate question was do you know what your love language is because if she had said her love language was words of affirmation i would have advised her maybe you should talk about it and maybe you should tell him that you want him to do this because if your love language is words of affirmation your partner needs to know that Mm. so they can show you love in the way that you receive it best um she said no and so then i was like well then i maybe i think you assume it needs to be said because that's what's so sad that's what the man says that's what the man says sometimes yeah um i don't know i mean and I think that it was a really big thing. We've talked about this, I think, a couple of times before, but I think it was a, a big learning yeah. for us when we learned each other's love language. Yes, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I think... And it's interesting because we are so different, you and I. We're not How's so that? different, you and I. I mean, like... <laughs> um, <laughs> love that movie. <laughs> Um, I just, like, we're not, sometimes I think on paper we're, like, complete opposites in a lot of ways. Mm. But, like, not in, like, a bad way. I just think we kind of are, like, the the puzzle piece truly is, like, a fit. 
yeah for you and i only because like i'm very different yeah um but we've somehow found a way to like come come together and we're at least satisfying something in our love language vocabulary that the other needs yeah but i think talking about it and realizing like i'm always pestering you spend time with me spend time with me (laughs) we don't spend enough time together because very strongly love language number one for me is um time spending time with people Mm -hmm. um and ever since we started dating i've always said to you don't buy me gifts i want (laughs) to do something with you because gifts are so bottom on my love language list yeah me too yet it's taken you almost eight ten years to not get me gifts uh, yeah, but I I also gift giving is a hundred percent also about me. It's a y- yeah. gift giving is a selfish thing. So like I'm giving you a gift, you benefit. You could I also have benefit. given me a gift of oh here's train tickets to go upstate where we can hang out for the day. Or yeah, but oh, I don't like hanging out dinner. with you. So why would I do that? <laughs> oh well then. But no, I think I from it. like the day to day of we're not seeing each other. I want to spend time with you. I think once we learned that and once it clicked in your mind. When would you say it clicked? (laughs) (laughs) I think in the last few years, you have been more sensitive to communicating with me on when you we will be able to see each other, Mm. and um, like after the gym, do you want to go to the coffee shop and you know sit and spend time with each other before I have to move on with my day and and that kind of things and. I don't yeah. know. You can speak on your feelings. No, I was going to say that reminds me of my most embarrassing story, actually. Um, but. Uh, of At the coffee shop? Yeah. That was your most embarrassing? If we, if for, in the moment, it was embarrassing, <laughs> yes. And you know what? I'm sorry that I give you a hard time. How dare you? But I think you're, that's, I think that's like a cop out. Why is that a cop out? <laughs> if I was legitimately embarrassed, how am I copping out? How, why were you embarrassed? I was embarrassed. It was a little embarrassing. I'm not, it wasn't like a shameful, embarrassing <laughs> thing, but it was embarrassing. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I just why feel, wouldn't that I be embarrassing? I just feel like I don't get I'm, I just I don't get embarrassed that easily. Oh, I don't get embarrassed that easily. I don't. Mm, okay. I don't think I do. At least. Oh, okay. <laughs> do you the, do, can you recall a time? Do you can you think of you something? You don't get embarrassed. <laughs> he just <laughs> winks. I didn't wink. <laughs> he winked again. Um, but. Can you can you think of how that shifted for you when we um, talked about our love languages and Yeah, I mean I think it's benefited you. How what do you mean it's benefited me? I've been more open to receiving and giving touch because <laughs> touch is your number one love language. Yeah. I well I I also like time. I do like spending time with people. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What can I say? I'm a physical being. I'm a. I'm a. You know. Whatever. Um, <laughs> well, there's plenty of physical beings, and men, which I think you were about to say. <laughs> I, that... I wasn't gonna. I did not want to <laughs> reinforce positive or negative uh, st- gender stereotypes. Well, I think that there are plenty of physical beings and men that would not categorize physical touch as yeah, a language. Yeah. Yeah. It's diff- that's a tough one because if 
I think if that's your love language with your like your number one love language with your partner, it can come off as like I don't know. I it, it the I, point I, we're I, trying to make here yeah. is you. It's important to communicate with your partner what your love language is and learn what their love language yeah. is, so you can do and. I, we were talking about it the other night, and I was trying to guess what Corey's love language is. I don't think he knows what his love languages are, except what, are for you, touch. No, I was I, ranking them. Oh, I can. I. I. That's not fair. Yes, I can. Okay, rank them. It's touch, <laughs> um, time. Uh, I like to give. This is what I like. So receive love. Um, I like to give acts of service. I'm a big acts of service guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to receive um, love and uh, time. And then it would be like underneath that. I'm not really big into other people doing things for me. So I'm like acts of service and then gifts. And there's also words of affirmation. Yeah, I, that's also not really. I, I mean, that would be maybe th- <clears throat> three out of the five. Yeah. And I know See, I do know them. Mm-hmm. And I do know mine. <laughs> well, I I think that it's also dependent on the relationship. Like yeah. there are certain people that I'm friends with that I like certain things from, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But I think that um <clears throat> even though you you say you don't like um acts of service, I think that there are certain times i.e. turning the lights on in the way that you like it, that's an act of service that you enjoyed. Yeah, I hundred. Yeah, for sure. And so I think to that, say that there's one thing, one ring to rule them all in terms of love languages, I think would be because you're constantly experiencing them all. But yeah, yeah, some uh, yeah, I enjoy more than others. Yeah, oops. but like I guess what I was gonna, what I was gonna say to be a little open about love languages, like if you are a person whose number one love language to receive from your partner is like physical touch. Sometimes that's harder for the other person if like that's not your yeah. number one way. Which is our, right. Our yeah. So dynamic. that's yeah. So it can be tough, but like you know, just the fact that we're able to identify it and that you're able to adapt and react, and the fact that I'm able to be like, oh, this is hers. Like I need to like yeah. consciously put the effort in. Is I think. It's it's been great for for you and I, like yeah. in our relationship. It's been I think it's been beneficial for both of us. One, it's been beneficial for me to be better at receiving your touch when I when you walk in the door and I don't <laughs> hug you right away. Sometimes, and I by sometimes <laughs> I mean every time I don't. You mention something. Or if I'm cooking or doing, but something, I don't do it in a mean way all the time. Sometimes I'm like, no. get over here, give me a hug. Or get over here. <laughs> Sometimes I do it in a loving way. Get over here. No, but I mean, like, come give me some sugar. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. just, you know. Uh, because, and but, I, you know I'm what sorry, I think I, that's to, also, I want to finish my yeah, thought. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I, want, I have another rant I want to okay. go off on. Um, it's been helpful for me to be more open at receiving it. And it's also been helpful for you to not feel offended or hurt yes. if I don't. Or like if it's I don't. a slight on me. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm realizing I had like kind of a of an epiphany as I was just talking that I want to go back to. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the physical touch like for for um Jude get out of there. He's in the fucking medicine cabinet. Oh my god. Shoot. Um 
I just mean like like um w- like and Rob and I have had this conversation about like when I walk into a room and I'm and I hug you and give you kisses and stuff like that like I don't I didn't see my parents do that a lot mm-hmm. so like I th- I don't know what it would have been like and if anyone out there has had parents that were like very loving let me know I don't know how that affects people at all but yeah. I think what I am longing to create is an environment where we have, if we're lucky enough to have children, like that they can see that and that, yeah. that, that it's okay and that it's a positive thing and that like, because sometimes I was like, does my mom love my dad? Like, <laughs> yeah. are they, you know, you know what I mean? And yeah. so like, I don't ever want my kids to know like that even if we're in, talking in, to each other in like an upset or an angry way or like we're fighting or whatever that yeah. there's never it's never so bad to the point where I would like not love you anymore you yeah. know what I mean like because <clears throat> I think for me growing up there was often there was often questions as to whether or not my like I don't know if my parents like each other like, yeah you know so well and you're such a kinesthetic person I'm very kinesthetic yeah that... that's my as I was an athlete yeah for sure that's my does kinesthetic have to do with athleticism? Physic- yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, if you're body kinesthetic, you can you, you learn everything that way. Yeah, physical physically. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm gonna switch gears a little bit. Do it. Um, another thing that we wanted to discuss was the fact that um, we are both pretty busy right now. Yeah. And um, yeah. how I also have to say something, and I'm doing it my I'm doing it to myself. My misophonia is getting triggered so fucking oh, hard right now. Cool. Um, but there, take the headphones off. I'm doing it to myself as well. Take the headphones off. That's the answer. Okay. There you um, go. I just I also want to be sensitive to any of our listeners who also have misophonia. Um, is it my drinking of coffee? It's my, my sniffling. Your drinking of coffee. <laughs> my drinking of coffee. Um, okay. Yeah, big time, big time, big time. Um, and I'm. I also realized this is not what I wanted to talk about. I also realized that there's other like there's other parts to my misophonia that I'm learning about that from Dak Shepard, your new boyfriend. No, no. No. Um like the sound of running water makes me agitated. Like I don't get like I want to punch you in the face agitated like I do when I hear someone slurping. But you're or- mad that people are wasting water. Well, yeah, it's mad that I'm wasting water and it just makes me feel really anxious and irritated. Um, and I'm noticing that, um, yeah, there's other, I'm just learning how sensitive I am to sound. Not, not necessarily like bad and good and why I like always want something in my ear. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, it's interesting. Anyway, have you, have you heard or seen of this like phenomenon of ASMR? No, but you were talking about it. I don't it. know what it stands for. I should look it up. Well, while you look it up, I'm gonna say yeah. that um, we've both been very busy as I've gotten back from school and getting back into the swing of things, and you've had a ton of clients. Um, how we connect when we're both really busy how are we dealing with our work and our business and our relationship i think um what husband and wife talk is all about balancing well balancing working and relationships 
Um, anything you want to talk about that? Anything you want to say? Yeah, for sure. No, I've, uh, as busy as, as we've ever been. So balancing work life, um, self care is really hard, Mm -hmm. but, um, I think the importance of a set schedule, like I'm on one for the first time in my life, like a Mm self-imposed habit routine. And it's Mm -hmm. unbelievable. Like I get now why you love your morning routine so much, but Mm -hmm. I mean, and I know I'm still developing mine, but also like the fact that I'm aiming to get up every morning at the same time and go to bed every night at the same time when, when, when allowed. (laughs) That doesn't bother you. No, he's so cute. (laughs) Um, but so I think going back into habit, what that's allowed us to do is like go to the gym together in the morning, Mm -hmm. come home and have a cup of coffee and breakfast in the morning. Mm -hmm. And then like, because I work regular hours, like a regular human being Mm -hmm. and come home at a reasonable hour and like, clean and do dinner and go to bed at a reasonable hour so that's been like really nice but how are we how are we balancing having a really busy schedule but then also making time for each other or making Uh, each other feel yeah i think coming home every night at the same Mm. time that's that that's what i'm saying got it um because even though we're not like even though sometimes we never we don't turn the tv on and we just talk to each other Mm -hmm. or if we're just if we do decide to turn the tv on it's like we're together and we're doing the thing together. Mm-hmm. So that for me has been helpful. Um, but I also think like checking in and, and being like, like what's going on for you? What are you working on? Like, what are you stressed out about? Like you called me yesterday and we're like, I have a question. Like, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And it was a decision that was going to affect you financially and potentially, well, a well poten- like really. kind of, but like mm-hmm. also it was more about like your time. Mm-hmm. And when you called me, it was nice because I kind of felt like I could give you a piece of advice based on my observation of how you are as a human. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hey, you know, I think sometimes you tend to underestimate how long things are going to take. I would. Yeah. I would do this, do X, Y, and Z and give yourself more time than you think you need because you're yeah. going to be thanking yourself when you're crunching trying to write this paper. Yeah. It was in regards to what I need to I feel like I need to let go of something in my schedule work-wise to focus on writing my thesis Um, especially because one of the classes I'm taking this semester is also a writing class and it has nothing to do with my thesis so there's extra research in writing you didn't do yourself any favors I I didn't have a choice it was only offered this semester like it's because it's such a small program not every class is offered every semester I don't Right. I didn't have a lot of choices, but you're right. I did. I could have done other things, but I didn't. So, um, yeah. And, and I think also like small tips when you and your partner are really busy and you're not able to um, really connect and stuff is we'll send each other text messages like think, thinking of you Yeah. or I love you. I hope you're having a good day. Um, yeah, I just send those when I know I'm not like like the other day we didn't text each other for like nine hours or something but like in the like but we didn't talk for like nine hours straight but like in the middle of that yeah i was like i don't have time to have a full-on text message or phone call i'm just gonna text you real quick and be like yeah i'm thinking of you like love you bye yeah so i think sending those little those little notes and nuggets those little nuggets little love nuggets 
um, are good. Um, so I we I posted um, I posted on Instagram. Instagram. Are there, Instagram. <laughs> um, are there any um, topics or questions or things you have? And a couple of people reached out. Um, so I'm going to read these. Um, has has oh has there they forgot there but has there ever been a point you haven't been attracted physically or mentally to each other? Ooh, wow, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, never for me. I'm well, always attracted to you, uh, physically. Um, I.e. touch. Spoken bad. <laughs> No, but there was definitely, like, I feel like there was a year where, like, we were not very intimate. And I feel like it's because we were living at that, like, base level survival, like, with money. Mm. Can you recall that year? I can't. We were at the college house. I don't remember. Oh, okay. I also think a baby had just moved in, and that might have changed the dynamic of our relationship. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I We didn't have sexy time all that much. Yeah. Um, Which is changed obviously but um too much information uh other i mean other than that no i mean when when do i f- what was the question um has there <laughs> ever been a time where you haven't been physically or mentally attracted to each other oh yeah i mean when you upset me i'm not <laughs> men- like mentally i'm like i like i yeah. don't want to be around you yeah or i mean if you do something that's like that I'm like, ew, you know, I do like couples, I think, do that all the time. Like, yeah. I'll have a moment where you're like, ew, dude, like, you're like really unattractive right now. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's, uh, there's one time that comes to mind. Um, and you can, you can cut this out if you want. Um, but we were living at the college house in California. And, um, and I just, for anyone who's curious, um, we lived in a house. That was on College Avenue, across right street, across the street from, from the, the junior college, college yeah. um, in our town. So we called it the College House, um, and that. Um, but we lived there for three years, and it was towards the end of that. So um, it was probably a different time <laughs> that you were mentioning. Um, no, <laughs> it might be right in line with what you're about to say. I don't know, um, but you were kind of going. Th- it was when I was really starting to get into fitness. Yeah. Like feeling really addicted to cross training and yeah. getting really in tune with my body. And I was going the opposite. And direction. you were getting really into drinking. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And I think it was just kind of you, you were, we were in two very different places. Yeah. I was getting ready to like transfer and thinking about going to other schools and moving forward and moving on. And not to say that you weren't progressing in your life, but no, I wasn't. No, well, I definitely I wasn't. mean, I don't think who's, who's to judge or, um, well judge if you were moving on or moving forward. I mean, you were things me were- and I'm telling you <laughs> that's, that's what was going on. But how do you judge that? Okay, apples and oranges, whatever. Okay, uh, you weren't uh, attracted to me. It it was it wasn't and it wasn't that I wasn't attracted to you. It was that it, I was yeah I was seeing you. I was seeing you do things and make choices that were really unhealthy. Yeah, 
and totally kind of hurting yourself. And I think um, you were also kind of going through maybe a little darker place mentally. Well, yeah, and that we was, just I started like therapy shortly thereafter. Discontinued. Yeah, when I, did you do therapy? Yeah. Um, yeah, when we were at the college house, I went back to therapy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I needed, I was in a, I was in a very dark place. I'd also, I mean, I was still dealing with like family trauma. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. It was a hard time. You know, I was not in a great place, but I was very yeah. grateful to have you when I was going through all of that. Yeah, but, um, and I also, also should say, um, it there was wa- some mental health stuff going on, but it wasn't like for me, it wasn't like, oh, I'm so like, just like, I never thought about leaving you or that I never had the thought of like, oh gosh, he's a troll. Yeah. Awful. And I could never touch him again. Um, yeah, it was more of a, yeah, I was hurting myself and that's unattractive. Yeah. And yeah. anyone, I mean, if anyone is in a relationship with someone that likes to drink, it can be a little annoying. <clears throat> Yeah. Um, And then another one is, is there anything that you have never agreed upon that keeps coming back up? Mm, What are you looking at? Like, (laughs) what what are you looking at? What are you? Oh, I don't know. What's been the topic of a lot of discussions in the last year? Oh. That we don't agree upon. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We don't have to. Yeah. We can save that that for for another another one. one. Too too Shanks. soon, too soon. Um, uh, not too soon, but it, a lot longer conversation. But are there smaller things that you can think of? I mean, you didn't really agree or like when I decided to be vegan. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know if that keeps coming up. So but... no, well, I mean, so it sometimes it does for me because I think I have kind of changed my views on diet. As more information comes into my dumb <clears throat> brain. Corey. Uh, just, just hear me out. I think the more I learn about about those things, and by learn, I say I listen to a lot of different like health podcasts and mm-hmm. like Rogan's got a ton of like experts on there. The one thing that they all kind of seem to say is that diet should be individual. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Based uh, on. That's interesting. Why is that interesting? Oh, I, I say that all the time. I think it's based on the person. And mm-hmm. I think you do this with your clients. Like, if you want to eat meat, makes you feel good, like, whatever. Like, <clears throat> I just think that if that diet works for your body in a way that helps you fuel you through your day, then great. Yeah. But I don't think that it's fair for vegans to run around telling other people that what they're doing is wrong now are there problems with farming and the treatment of animals a million percent yes and do things need to change a million percent so i am glad that there are those people out there that are toting that lifestyle but i think they're focused on the wrong thing i think they should go after big farms and you know all the people that are doing these horrible and there are plenty of people that do that protest and but for people to tell other people how they should eat is just like people telling other people what religion they should be i think it's bullshit and they should shut up and you don't do that well yeah i think that everyone should have a plant forward diet i think it needs to be and this comes from yes a little bit of the cruelty side of I don't think that we should be killing as many animals as we do. And there is no humane way to kill an animal. Yeah. Um, I do think, I mean, this is a fact that you can check. Um, Americans on average eat 
double the amount of protein that they need and half the amount of fiber that they need. Yeah. So that's why colon cancer is so prominent. Yeah. Yeah. I think that it's important to fill your plate with vegetables first, then pile on a little bit of protein wherever your protein source comes from. Yeah. And then a little bit of fat or whatever yeah. is next. But I do think that Americans and humans need just to eat a plant forward diet. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I, I don't think and I don't like I, maybe I shouldn't say don't like. I don't think that you need people need meat in every single meal. No. I think that we could be as a society could be a little bit more cautious and conscious about how we, yeah, how often we eat animal protein. I agree, and I think it comes from fear. I think people are fearful of. I don't know how to get protein otherwise. I don't know. Like, I won't like it. What would happen to my body? It's a change. It's a change that, yeah. and a lot of people, I hear that from a lot of people that are like, oh, I could, I could go vegan, but you know, and I heard it this weekend, I could go vegan, but I, it's times of like, I need food really quickly and I don't know how to get it. And my thought, what, or my thought, and I said was, well, it's really easy to find an apple to snack on. Like she was talking <laughs> about how she could find snacks. Yeah. I was like, well. Apple. Fruits and vegetables are pretty easy to find and really easy to carry and good snacks. Same with nuts and seeds. Like, (laughs) I don't think that's... And it's fear. It's fear of I would have to change so much and it's such a mental change that that, that's a lot of fear. But I think if you can start with, you know, Meatless Mondays is a really big thing. Oh, oh yeah. You know, not having meat on one day a week or not having meat one meal a week. Yeah. Or sorry, one meal a day. And I think we're kind of approaching this like, I mean, at least I hope we're kind of approaching this age of technology where like all these young kids are like super informed now Mm -hmm. because they can, they can have all of the knowledge. Yeah. When we were kids, we couldn't just go look up what something like, like I couldn't look up complex topics, you know? So like now all these kids have access to literally everything and they're seeing and they can make, they can make their own decisions earlier which is going to lead them to, I think, you know, they can make fully informed decisions yeah. on their own. Yeah. Regardless of like what their parents are like if some, you know, so I think that like going back to like people um, not like wanting to eat meat or like not wanting to change their mind about something yeah. is, is kind of just like a bullshit excuse like you could do it if you if you really just focused yeah. on it you just don't want to exactly and yeah. there's yeah there's yeah. a little fear in there yeah for sure yeah i mean when i changed um I, i'm pretty sure i've talked about this before but i'll just shortly <clears throat> reiterate i decided to cut out red meat because i was learning about how bad it is for the environment um and so i decided i'll cut out red meat And then I'll kind of like slowly shift. But then I didn't have any meat for a week just because it just wasn't happening. I I also was in the process of learning that I liked vegetarian things like a veggie sandwich or whatnot. Um, So then when I realized, oh, I haven't had meat in a week. Okay, I guess I'm vegetarian now. It took a couple of trial and error days of realizing like, whoa, I did not get enough today. Let me sit in the kitchen and like spoonful of peanut butter. Yeah. Multiple times. Yeah. Um, so it definitely took adjustment and you need to be patient. But I will say that most people who make a shift of even going plant forward or eating a cleaner diet 
the first thing they say is, I felt great. I had so much energy. Yeah. And I think that's something to, we can change subjects now, but yeah. that's no. something to think uh, about is for sure. if you're feeling tired or lethargic or like you don't have enough energy, they say you are what you eat and yeah. photosynthesis makes energy for plants. So if you're looking for more energy, eat more plants. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there's any science behind there that, is. but okay. Um, so, uh, just real quick, and then we'll cap this topic. If mm -hmm. there's someone that's thinking about getting into that, mm -hmm. what's the one place you would send them? Um, me. <laughs> uh, great, um, great plug. <laughs> thanks. Um, I actually have been meaning to write um, a blog post about how to go vegan. Cool. Um, but um, 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 I'm trying to think if there's food bloggers out there that have done it. Oh, I think her name... Or statistics people should search or, I mean. Um, I mean, there's tons of really great documentaries on on Forks Netflix. Over Forks is Over Knives is a great one. Um, start there. Yeah, start start with Forks Over Knives. And then call you. Be yes, because they have a lot of really hard facts and. Yeah. It's, re it's, it's yeah, a really it's a great doc. documentary. Cool. Even if you're not thinking about going plant-based, but you're curious as to how plants can help you. Like, go there. Cool. Um, Let's do... Sweet Potato Soul, I think is her name. She has a... Um, yeah, Sweet Potato Soul um, on Instagram is her um, handle. Cool. And um, she has some cool... Um, Shout out to at Sweet Potato... Soul. Soul. Yeah. She cool. has like a guide and, and, and we whatnot. We should get her on here. Oh, that'd be sick. Um, yeah. She's got a lot of, she's got 129,000 followers, so I think it'd be hard to get her. No, just phone call. <laughs> we'll reach out. Okay, yeah. Um, so, most embarrassing versus thing that made you laugh the most. Yeah. What do you got? Do you oh. want me to go first? Yeah, yeah. Okay. My most embarrassing thing, which Alex doesn't <laughs> think is very embarrassing, but it was embarrassing for me, was we went to the gym. And then oh, I thought you were going to talk about... About what? Oh, you can keep going. About Jude? Yeah. Keep going. What was embarrassing about? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll do two. <laughs> okay. Okay, so... so uh, We go to the we gym. We go to the gym, and then when I, after the gym, I'm like, yo, like, you want to do a quick coffee date? Like, I'd love to take you out to coffee, like, and just sit and chat for a bit, you know? Because mm -hmm. it's... After, at 8 a.m., I'm never normally up that early, so it's like, oh, cool, like, we <laughs> have some time. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's hang out. I'm like, I'll treat you. My treat. <laughs> like, get there, and I don't have my wallet. And I didn't have mine either. And I didn't have her wallet. But thankfully, the people at Burley Coffee gave mm -hmm. us a free uh, gave us a free coffee. And yeah. I did go back yeah. four days later and pay for those drinks. Yeah. So thanks. Was he there? He was. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember his name? Tail. Tail. Yeah. His name's Tail. That's awesome. Yeah. So anyways, thanks, Burley Coffee. Yeah. And then the other one was, I told this, this is a retro one, but I told Tony... <laughs> And Sarah the other night, I was like, yo, I, I like, I don't know if you guys know this, but like, I forgot that cats had nipples. Male cats. Male cats had nipples a while <laughs> back. And so I was like looking at Jude's belly and I was like, yo, Alex, like, what is this? Like, what is this? Is, is it like a scar? And she's like, that's his nipple. <laughs> so hashtag free the nipple. <laughs> Imagine we shaved Jude. <laughs> like just his nipples. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Free the nipple, Jude. Free the nipple, Jude. <laughs> um, so my, oh, I got to stretch. My um, most embarrassing 
comes from someone else and I'm so excited to tell this story. I've been, we haven't recorded a podcast in quite some time and I'm very excited. Um, <clears throat> so I will not say their name and I'm trying to decide if I want to use pronouns or not, but I don't think it matters because there's yeah. hundreds of male people. Oh, okay, there we go. I said it. <laughs> um, so <clears throat> he, him and his wife were doing a cleanse and, <laughs> and, um, it, I don't know, it was a couple-day cleanse, and he's he had some kimchi for lunch, which kimchi is fermented, has Cabbage. a lot of gut health. That's how thin our walls are here. Yeah. You can hear people walking outside. Um, and um, so he was leaving a meeting and driving home, and he was in another city or town, so kind of a longer drive home yeah. <laughs> and there's traffic to get on the freeway and he's leaving a ma- a meeting and g- goes like oh, oh i gotta i gotta poop i can make it though i can make it home it's fine and he keeps driving gets stuck in even more traffic and it comes on much more sudden like oh, oh shit yeah, pun intended yeah. i gotta go now, now. Go right now. <laughs> and so he's like scanning looking figuring out what he can do and he sees a parking garage so he pulls into the parking garage and is like there's got to be a bathroom in here or a bathroom close by and there's a like shopping <laughs> there's like shops <laughs> and he doesn't even park there's it's not a valet parking spot but there are <laughs> attendants <laughs> and so he pulls in he takes the keys out and he's walking as he's walking throws them to the guys and says where's the bathroom and they say, oh, the, the coffee shop in the courtyard has a bathroom. And he goes, don't move this car. I'll be right back. Like, keep it hot. <laughs> um, doesn't even stop to say that. Just keeps walking. Finds the coffee shop. He doesn't wait in line. He just goes straight up. Oh, gosh. Straight up to the barista. Where's your coffee sh- Where Where's your coffee shop? Where's your bathroom? And at this point, he's sweating and, like, really clenching and is <laughs> having a hard time. And they say, they say where the bathroom is. And... He is opening the door, assuming the toilet's going to be right there. It's going to be easy peasy um, because coffee shop bathrooms are often very small. He opens it and it's like a super long bathroom. And Uh so in his mind, he thought, I have four seconds until I have to unload. (laughs) But it was a much longer bathroom than he expected. (laughs) So he said he like shuts the door and he's unbuttoning his <laughs> pants, walking backwards <laughs> to love this story. Put, his, put his pants down and just like as soon as his butt touches. <laughs> Kimchi explosion. Oh my gosh. When he was telling that story, I was crying. His delivery is also really good. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh. I had a moment so like. So fucking funny. I had a moment like that. Um, and then he walks out of the coffee shop like, like thanks yeah, guys. <laughs> I had a moment like that like a month ago where I left the house after eating breakfast and had two cups of coffee without doing the deed. <laughs> and then I was like one o'clock by the time I was coming back to this to our stop. And uh-huh. like I got off the train and I was like, oh no. Oh no. And I was running, but I couldn't run full sprint because I was crouched over because it hurt so bad. Oh no. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, is that your stupid, embarrassing, and funny? Uh, yeah, that was my bar- borrowed embarrassing. Um, the most funny thing that happened to me was 
Tony and Sarah, and if you guys don't know who Tony and Sarah is, Tony's um, one of our best friends who officiated our wedding, and he lives next door with his fiance Sarah. Um, they were over, and Tony had an edible, I think oh, not realizing yeah. how strong it was, and was super giggly, and <laughs> Sarah was giggly because she was laughing at him. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> he goes, babe, I think you got contact high. <laughs> Quote of the century. (laughs) Like he ate it and then he thought like through skin contact or mental I don't know. Dude, he's so funny. Oh my gosh. I speaking of edibles, (laughs) I took one the other night and watched Planet Earth 2. How cliche. But damn. It's great. So good. Yeah. What Um, made you laugh the most? What made me laugh the most? Um, I'm going to keep that just between you and I. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but we did come up with a new term called, cause I, laughter am a, shock. I am a very giggly person Yeah. and a lot of times it takes me, it takes me a long time to recover from, from a laugh, laugh yeah. or from something that's funny because it just keeps replaying in my head. Yeah. And so we came up with a term laughter shock, like aftershock when you remember it. And I was having laughter shock all yeah, fucking day. You were having a hard time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's wrap this bitch up. Yeah. Um. Oh gosh, <laughs> so sore. Um. Before I have my own kimchi moment. <laughs> um. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs> um. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you have a moment to like, uh, give it, give it a rating, subscribe. give it a review, subscribe. It really helps uh, people discover us. Um, that might be interested in uh, the podcast. Also, if there's anyone that you want to have that you think we should have on or, or want us to have on or topics, uh, feel free to let us know. Yeah. Cool. If you're listening, if you're still listening, if you've made it this far, thank you so much. <laughs> and you won a million dollars. DM us. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Bye. Bye. I'm stealing conversation. It's about to go down. I'm feeling your vibrations all the way across town. I'm E.T. You can find